We bless you. We honor you, Lord. We lift you on high above our situation. We lift you on high above every other name. King of kings and Lord of lords, be glorified this evening. Be exalted. Majesty is your name. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. We bow down this evening and worship you. Father, we pray, giving you thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. You're an amazing God. Father, we bless you tonight. We worship you. We come before you. We raise our hearts to you. We raise everything to you. Lord, this evening, as we enter your courts with praise, we pray that you refresh us. Father, we pray that you forgive each one of us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us and have mercy. For we have sinned against you. We have failed in every way. I truly repent of all unrighteousness. I pray this evening in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that you pardon me. Pardon me of every fleshly desire. Pardon me, Lord, where my feet have rushed into sin. My hands are stained, O oh Lord. My eyes, my ears, O oh Lord, I am not worthy. Lord, I pray that you cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Our Lord and our King, we have not loved you with our heart, our mind, and soul. Neither have we loved our brothers and sisters. We are truly sorry. We repent of all our sins this evening. Come, Holy Spirit, cleanse us, renew us, O oh Lord. Grant us a right standing with you and with one another. And Father, as we continue before you in the spirit of prayer, Lord, I ask in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, that your spirit, Lord, will be upon us, Lord, as we hear your message. Lord, we are hungry for your message. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you open our ears, open our spiritual ears, to be able to hear that which you have put on our heart, O oh God. May our word, your word be aligned, O oh God, to correct us, to rebuke us, to teach us, Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, we are praying this evening. Come through. I choose to reduce, O oh Lord. I choose to surrender. I am unworthy, O oh Lord. I pray that you speak to me. Lord, make me a vessel this evening to the glory and honor of your name. May you also silence every other voice that we may hear you speak to the glory and honor of your name. For we desire to be transformed into your likeness in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. We have believed and prayed. Amen and amen. Yes, once again, brethren, I would like to welcome each one of you to our fellowship tonight. May the Lord bless you. My name is Joy, but this is my Lord and Savior. I'm so grateful to God for this opportunity to be able to sit at his feet and be used of him to the glory of his name. I'm also grateful to Cathedral Management for inviting me to be able to be used of God. I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak through me and to each one of us. The topic I was given is Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Um, the scripture is John chapter 14, 
verse 6. John 14, verse 6. Allow me to read it for us. Do not be troubled. You trust God, now trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's home, and I am going to prepare a place for you. If this were not so, I would tell you plainly. When everything is ready, I'll come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know where I am going and how to get there. No, we do not know, Lord, Thomas said. We haven't any idea where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you would have known who I am, then you would have known who my Father is. From now on, you know him and you have seen him. Then Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied to Philip, don't you even know yet who I am? Even after all the long time that I've been with you, anyone who has, who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking to see him? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? This is the word of God. I was given one scripture, verse 6, but uh, for us to keep it in context, I've read from verse 1 through to 6. Praise the Lord. I would like to highlight briefly the background of this. By using his, this phrase, Jesus is establishing that knowing him is not only the ultimate meaning and fulfillment of life on earth, but the only way to really know the Father in heaven. As Jesus tells his disciples that he is the way, the truth, and the life, there are multiple meanings involved. Christ reassures his followers that faith in him is faith in God. To know Christ is to know the way and the truth and the life in John 14, 6. The words, actions, and miracles of Jesus should give Christians confidence to trust that he will fulfill his promises. Among those who are his guarantee, among those are his guarantee that he's preparing to come for us so that we can be where he is. Jesus also promises the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in John 14, 7. This is only available. And this helper 
acts to guide, to teach, uh, and to remind us, both for the disciples and for future Christians, these words are meant to be comforting during hard times. Since Christ knew in advance what would happen, we can be even more confident as believers to trust in him. I would like to share this example as we focus this evening on Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. I would like to share uh, this example that have you ever used a GPS machine? A GPS is a computerized system that helps guide us from one destination to the next. For instance, maybe a friend invited you over to her home and you can't quite think of how to, to get to her home or how to locate her home. At this point, you can type into your GPS, your current location and where you would like to go. Your GPS should only show you a map with arrows. But when you make a wrong turn, it will also redirect you to the rightful turn. One day I was driving along Entebbe Express Highway together with my sister. We engaged the GPS. We did not know how to use it well. So we made round and round turns, but it was until when we engaged it correctly, we got into the rightful uh, way that led us to where we were going. Similarly, brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, is a believer's GPS in life. From sin to the Father. It's only Jesus Christ to be able to direct you, to direct me. Jesus leads us to where we need to go. He directs us uh, when we go wrong or when we take the right, the wrong turn. He also provides us clarity or light when we could have been confused or walking in darkness. We need Jesus to find the truth in the midst of a world that is full of darkness, a world that is full of evil. For all people who choose him have never been disappointed. Many of us are familiar with John 14, where Jesus tells his disciples that he's the way the true, the truth and life. But what did that saying really mean to them? 
And what does this mean for you and for me? This conversation between Jesus and his disciples happens on the last night before the crucifixion, during the Passover meal. Before this, Jesus had washed the disciples' feet. Jesus had predicted the betrayal by, by Judas. Jesus had predicted the denial by Peter. And he told the disciples that he would soon be going away in John 14, John 13 rather. All of this prompted questions about where Jesus was going and why that they could not and why they could not follow him. Jesus expects his disciples to imitate his own lifestyle and become like him in character. He wants commitment, loving and humble service, a behavior in accordance to the teaching on the sermon on the mountain. Disciples may, may, may face different circumstances. They may face uh, suffering, they may face rejection from family members, for instance, but it also leads to such blessing. As growing, as a growing into the likeness of Jesus Christ himself, also intimate relationships with uh, fellow disciples within the Christian community and assurance of internal life. Sometimes following Jesus gives up, uh, uh, means giving up on things, things that do not honor his name. This evening on call tonight, challenge yourself. What might you have to give up to follow Jesus Christ? I am the way and the truth and life is one of the seven I am statements of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the last night before his betrayal and death, Jesus was preparing his disciples for the days ahead. For over three years, the disciples had been following Jesus and learning from his teaching and example. They had placed their hopes in him as Messiah, the promised deliverer. And yet, they still did not understand how he was going to accomplish the deliverance. After the Last Supper, Jesus began speaking about his departure, which led to questions from his disciples. Just like his disciples, we believers, you and I, often have questions. Sometimes questions full of doubt, sometimes where, there is, where things are not clear. He has been with the disciples or apostles for a little over three years and has taught what he knew was enough 
to enable them continue what he had started. So in his conversation with his disciples, they ask questions, but Jesus reassures them. Yes, he is the way to the Father. He's the way to the Father. And the Father is indeed one with him. And, and importantly, when he goes, he will send the Holy Spirit who will continue to guide. In other words, the disciples who would actually, in other words, the disciples would actually manage. It's the same with us today. Many times we feel so inadequate. But let us not ask questions that will uh, arise doubt or fear. But instead, as we face situations which can fully, which we can, we just just remember that you can fully handle because the Holy Spirit in you will enable you. Praise the Lord. As Jesus patiently continued to teach his disciples, he began speaking more plainly about living, describing the place he was going to prepare for them in John 14, two to three. Then Jesus said, you know the way to the place where I am going in verse four. Speaking for others, Thomas said, they do not know where they are going. So how could they know how to follow him there? It was, it was in an answer to this question that Jesus uttered one of the seven famous statements, the I am. In the Greek language, I am is a very intense word referring to oneself. It could be comparable to saying, I, myself, and only I am. Okay, several other times the, the, the Gospels, in the Gospels we find Jesus using these words. The words reflect the very name of God in Hebrew, Yahweh, which means to be or the self-existing one. It's the name of power a name of authority, and Jesus claimed it as his own. A challenge to us, or for us, as we trust the same name, I am will help you. I am will help me through it all, no matter what. I would like us to briefly look at uh, the attributes of our Lord Jesus Christ drawing from the scripture that we have just read. The way Jesus distinguished himself as the way. A way is a path or route 
and the disciples had expressed their confusion about where they were going and how they would follow. As he had told them, the beginning, Jesus had told them to follow him. He assured them that he's the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other shortcut. There is no other way to get to heaven. Peter retaliated the same truth years to the, to the rulers in Jerusalem, saying about Jesus and salvation is found in no one but our Lord Jesus. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved in Acts chapter 4 verse 12. I would also like us to look at the other, the, the, the attribute of truth. Truth is a quality that belongs to God, to Christ and to the Holy Spirit. Therefore, for us to be truthful people, Christ who is the truth must have center stage in our lives. God wants truth developed in you. God wants truth developed in me. We must seek truth. We must speak truth. We must walk in truth. We must live in truth and worship in truth. Only then we will be truly free. Our attitude towards the truth determines our outcome of our lives. If we resist Christ, we resist salvation. But if we do love truth, then we embrace salvation and receive the reward, the crown of life. The first step, therefore, on the way to truth is taken when Jesus shines his life into our lives. And we acknowledge that we are sinners in need of forgiveness, sinners in need of atonement, sinners in need of justification. This causes us to repent. Secondly, that he shows us that even though we are forgiven, uh, we are forgiven, we still have sin in the flesh. And we have to acknowledge that. We ourselves are powerless to overcome the sin that is in our lives. We are powerless to overcome the temptation to sin that is rooted in us as human beings. When we harm ourselves, to acknowledge this truth about ourselves, then the Holy Spirit fills us. He enlightens us, he leads us, and giving the strength and power that we lack in our lives so that we can keep 
the great the, the commandments of God. There is no greater blessing, brethren, than to walk in truth. This means to acknowledge it, to judge, to judge that which he shows, to hate that which is found to be seen. And then to put sin to death by the power of the Holy Spirit. Then we are in constant development, constant progress, continuous sanctification, and continuous transformation into the image of our Lord Jesus Christ. Attribute number three, which is Christ Jesus' life. Christ is the author and giver of life natural, spiritual, and more so, life eternal. Jesus had just been telling his disciples about his impending death. And now he was claiming to be the source of life in John 10, 17. Jesus declared that he was going to lay down his life for his sheep and then take it up again. He spoke of his authority over life and death as being granted to him by the Father. In John chapter 14, verse 19, he gave the promise that because I live, you can also live. The deliverance he was about to give was not a political or social, which most of the Jews were seeking, but a true deliverance from the life of bondage to sin and death to the life of freedom in eternity. In these words, brethren, Jesus was declaring himself the great I am the only path to heaven. He, 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 only, he only measures truth of righteousness and the source of both physical and spiritual life. He was taking with claim as the very God of creation, the Lord who blessed Abraham and the only one who inhabits eternity. He did this so that the disciples would be able to face the dark days ahead and carry on the mission of declaring the gospel to the dying world. Of course, we know from scripture that they still didn't understand him. And it took several visits from their risen Lord to shake them out of their disbelief. How about you and I tonight on call? Once they understood the truth of his words, they became changed people and the world has never been the same. Many people are lost out there, brethren. My heart goes out to them. Many people are lost and aimlessly wandering the journey of life. 
because they have not realized that Jesus is the life. They have not realized that he is truth, is the way, and his life. Take it upon yourself tonight to purposely intercede for the dying world that has not known our Lord and Savior as the way, the truth, and the life. For those of us who have received the life of Jesus Christ, we are not even afraid of death because Jesus Christ lives and we know where we are going. It's high time, my brother and sister, on call tonight, if you have not made a decision to confess Christ, you still don't know where you're going. We know that death is not the real end. In case you haven't received Christ and in need his life, please do not miss out. You need Jesus. You need to be led by our Lord Jesus Christ. You need a life that is fully rooted in our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. The life Christ gives is the highest of all there can be. You cannot follow God's way and fail in this life. No way. God, brethren, God never called us to mock you or to mock me or to punish us. He called, he called us, he called you and I to make us to be people after his own heart. In, the, in, the, in, the, in scripture, we see men of faith, men of faith like Daniel, Moses, Abraham, and so many others, women of faith in scripture, they ended up as generational impactors because they, they decided that they make Christ their way, their life. God can help you. Our God is a way maker no matter how hopeless your situation, God has capacity to turn it around and to turn it around for you and for his glory. He created the entire universe, meaning he will always find a way. God can never be stranded. So how then, do we live out John 14, verse 6 today? Number one, Jesus is the way to the Father. Let us not stray. Have faith like of our father Abraham and be delivered. Believe that he will lead you to heaven after this life. Number two, Jesus is the truth. We cannot know 
or be truth unless Christ, who is the truth, lives inside of us. Number three, Jesus is the life. Yes, is the is the great sustainer of life and more so of eternal life. Even death cannot be final for us if we are in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. There are four friends, those listening in tonight. The Spirit of God is reminding you, where have you drifted off the journey of salvation? Remember, Jesus Christ came that we may not perish. Jesus Christ is the way, is the truth, and he's the life. Brethren, are you there? God has called you to take his, the message far and near. Does your household know and believe and confess that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life? Consider to be a vessel a full vessel of our Lord Jesus Christ by leaving the great commission in Matthew 28 to take the gospel far and near. Be used of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let us continue in prayer. Our Father and our God, we thank you for speaking to us. Lord, we desire to grow into your likeness. Father, here we are. You know each one of us. You have called each one of us by name. We are engraved, our names are engraved in the palm of your hand. Father God, we ask you to teach us. Holy Spirit, we ask for your guidance. Father, just like you, you told the disciples that you are the way, the truth, and light. Lord, I pray that this revelation will reach our inner heart. That this revelation, oh God, those especially who have not known you, O God, will hear your voice. Lord, we error, we are weak. Sometimes we fear because we are human. Lord, forgive us. Help us to believe that you alone are the way, the truth, and the life. Our Lord and our King, we look to you as we Travel the journey of life, O oh Lord. Help us, dear Lord, to keep our eyes fixed on you. Help us, Lord, that the power of your Holy Spirit will constantly remind us to walk right with you, to remain on the path 
of truth to remain on the path of salvation. Lord God, may you visit each one of us on call tonight to refresh us, Lord, to show us, Lord, where we have gone off the journey of salvation. Change our lives, Lord. Renew our heart. Remold us, Father. Rebuild us, Lord, to be able also to bear fruit that will last, to be able to be your vessels, my Lord, to be able to hear from you. Guide us, Holy One of Israel. Teach us, my Master. Lord, open our hearts tonight. We are waiting to hear from you. Father, feed us. Feed us, Lord. We pray that our lives will not remain the same, especially our spiritual lives. We also pray, O oh Lord, that for those of us on call tonight who need refreshment, some are hurting, some at, uh, at crossroads, some are burdened in many ways. Father, may you encourage someone tonight to continue hoping in you, believing and trusting that, Lord, it's only you, the way maker. It's only you, our life. Our life is in your hands, oh God. Lord, remind us to live in a way that will glorify you, that will continuously, Lord, be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we bless you tonight. We give you thanks and we give you praise. For it's in Jesus' mighty name we've believed and prayed. Amen.